Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pick Up Your Cross Daily Podcast with your host, Trainer Mitch. And today, I got a new little message for you, just uh, going off topic. I started a new book, and this book is called Wild at Heart. And right from the beginning, it's super good. Uh, It's a Christian book. Uh, He's talking about the heart of a man so it's it's mostly about masculinity and I just feel like it's really important it's really hitting home to me personally because I struggled so much with finding like my purpose and like that true like fire passion in my heart to do something and I think this podcast is one of those things that really lights me up and I really enjoy doing it. I love reading the Word of God. I love learning from Jesus, which is being a disciple. I love being a disciple of Jesus. And this is just one of those things that kind of lights me up. And I've, I've had different experiences that lit me up before that had nothing to do with God, uh, which was sports. And I mean, I had there was times where God was in the picture, but there's also times where God wasn't in the picture. And uh, the rugby field was one of those times. And that is probably one of the places that I'll never forget the feeling of being on a rugby field. And it feels like home to me. It feels like something that I've never and that I will never get in real life. Um, I don't care what anybody says. You can't compare doing, checking off tasks on a to-do list to making the, the game winnings try on a, rugby, on a rugby field, on a sudden death match. Like Nothing compares to that feeling of being on a battlefield and fighting. And that's something that a lot of us men in today's world, we don't do anymore. We don't fight Unless you're serving our country or you're like in martial arts or whatever, you don't actually fight. And we're very timid and we're very sensitive and we're very meek in the meaning of the word uh, in a modern standpoint. Because the word meek does not mean, from a biblical standpoint, does not mean uh, weak, easy, sensitive, mild, timid. It does not mean those things because Jesus is referred to as meek, right? But something that is very misunderstood is the meaning of the word because the meaning of the word is more of a it's more of a biblical word than it is a modern word. So from a modern standpoint like I said, we all think of meek as like a mouse, you know? But from an Israelite's perspective, the word meek is more like a lion. And a lion has certain qualities. A lion is the, the king of the jungle, right? The lion is out, out there uh, asserting dominance. And nobody really messes with the lion. The lion doesn't really mess around with anybody else either. Because everybody knows to leave the lion alone. Because the lion is very powerful. And he will kill you. If you get too close to the lion, you mess with the lion's property, you step over the line, you step over the boundary of the lion, 
you will get hit with the lion's power, okay? So when you think of the word meek, that's what I want you to think of. Okay, so now apply that to your life and how when you go through your day-to-day life, because a lot of times in the church, like all of us Christian men in today's world, you know, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? That gets hammered over in our heads all the time. And, you know, say there's a, an outburst or there, there's something that uh, there's an emotional uh, spike in somebody's being and instead of like putting them in their place and yelling or, you know, being the, the classic like quote-unquote man in that period, you kind of like, you know, you cower and you kind of let them have their thing and you don't really stand up for yourself you don't stand up for anybody else and you let that person just kind of walk all over you because you know you're supposed to be meek like a mouse you know you surrender you serve people right we're servants that's what we're told but that is destroying the masculine force in the world today because Jesus didn't walk around timid he didn't walk around you know, scared of what other people thought or scared of the Pharisees or scared of authority. He was the authority. He is the authority. He's the Almighty. He is the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. He is all of those things. He didn't walk the earth meek like a mouse. He walked the earth powerful like a lion, meek like a lion, right? He stood his ground. He didn't let anybody take him down. He was the king of kings. He conquered death. So whenever that scenario pops up where you have to have some type of courage and you have to stand up for yourself and you have to have that awkward conversation or tell somebody, hey, you did this and that was wrong and you can't do it again. And you don't want to say that to somebody because you don't want to hurt their feelings and then it's going to be awkward and you don't really know, you know, are they going to get mad? You don't want them to get mad. So you're going to avoid it and then you'll wait till another opportunity pops up and then you might say something. Then the opportunity pops up and then you don't say something. So instead of waiting, ask the Lord to give you courage. And what's what's going to happen is that there's going to be opportunities for you to display courage. He's not just going to give you courage. Boom. Courage. Oh, you have courage. Trainer Mitch asked for courage. He's got it. Boom. Good to go. No, he's going to give me opportunities where I have to be uncomfortable. And I have to get out of my comfort zone, go over to whoever or say whatever or stand up for myself or do whatever, be passionate and courageous and do that in that moment that opportunity will present itself and then you do it then so that's kind of like the message of the book I guess just from what I've been reading in the very beginning and it's just super amazing it's very powerful it's talking about the man's heart and that's that's what I'll leave you with today is that as a man And any person listening, really, any person, we're supposed to follow our heart. A lot of people will say, oh, your heart will deceive you. Wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. I can't say it anymore. Wrong. Your heart does not deceive you. You're supposed to follow your heart. Your brain will deceive you. 
Your thoughts being double-minded will deceive you, but your heart is always right. That's where love resides. That's where Jesus resides. He resides in your deepest heart chambers. Okay? Um, so, we need to find our heart desires, our true passion, a thing that sets us on fire, and follow it. Dig deep. Look inward. Follow your heart. And as men, there's certain things that we have to do to do that. And being adventurous, getting outside, doing things with your hands, being manly, working, right? Earning a living. You know, there has to be, you know, break a sweat. Go outside, chop wood. You know, you, you have to earn something, right? That's a very manly thing. And life is supposed to be an adventure. And if you're, you know, stagnant, doing whatever, you don't have that fiery passion and you're bored, you're asleep, you're tired, you're sick of whatever, you're sick of life, like, that's no place to be. That's not where you're supposed to be. That's not the life that God or Jesus wants you to have. He wants you to have a life of adventure, of fun, abundance, blissfulness, passion, fire, all those things. So, with that being said, take some time to reflect on this message. Pray about it. Ask God for courage. Ask the Lord to give you courage to help you find your passion, to dig deep within your heart to truly find what you desire. So, thanks for listening, and I will see you next time.